Hey, can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Sorry about that. I, been on, I've been on the phone all day, for the most part, all day. <laughs> What's going on? What happened? What's been going on? And then my uh, my sister back home was trying to locate where she was at. Oh, wow. Okay. Because I tried calling her. I got a... So, early this week, she sent me a message on... Um, like she didn't text mm-hmm. and sent a message on Facebook telling me happy birthday. Okay. So I was thinking, well, maybe she was just been busy. Mm-hmm. And this morning, my mom calls me. She's like, yo, um, have you heard from your sister? Mm-hmm. And not since my, not since the day after my birthday. Yeah. And I haven't been able to get in contact with her. I said, well, let me try. Mm-hmm. So when I'm trying to call her, nothing. So then I tried to speak her through Facebook, nothing. So then I'm like, so I called my grandmother, who's still back back home in Florida, and he's like, yeah, I haven't been able to speak to her since last week. Mm. So I'm like, well, what's going on? Yeah. So long story short, my mom, when I finally reached back out to my mom, mom was like, yeah, I finally got a contact. She let me know that she she actually lost her phone. So I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I was, I was like, I was like, I missed all the other things that's going on. I'm like, right, man, <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm glad you were able to catch up with her and stuff. And it wasn't, you know, wasn't anything negative or bad happened to her or anything. Yeah. Oof, yeah. yeah that's but yeah, the the the, the um. 14. I love it. Matthew 14. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, I was just going over it again just now, but um, let's uh, have a word of prayer and then we can really get into it. Welcome to the Walking with Jesus podcast a podcast that allows followers of Christ to experience Jesus in a new way with Evan and Malcolm, two regular guys walking with Jesus. Each week, we, while we converse and reason about the things of the Bible and in our lives, we believe that Jesus will draw near and walk with us just like he did in Luke 24, verse 15. Now here's your hosts, Evan and Malcolm, with an opening prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for another day. Thank you for another opportunity, Father, to come into your presence, another opportunity to glorify your name. We pray right now that you fill us with your spirit. Let us see you in this this, um, walk, dear Lord. Let us see you in your word. Let us get a greater understanding of your will from our reading and our reasoning, dear Lord. Pray that you have your way. Dear Lord, despite all that's going on in the world uh, between the pandemic and the civil unrest, dear Lord, we just, we're just thankful that you're still on the throne. We're thankful that none of this surprises you, dear Lord, and that you, you have it all under control, dear Father. We pray for all of those who are dealing with um, the anguish and anger 
because of the deaths of the, the man in uh, Minneapolis. We pray for his family. Pray for all the young black men around the country, dear Father, who are trying to process this, dear Lord. We pray your peace mm-hmm. over our minds and our hearts right now, dear Lord. Father, we pray for the leaders of our country, leaders of the that city, that state, dear Lord, to have a heart of compassion, dear Lord. Yes, Lord. Pray your mercy, dear Father. Dear Lord, we, we also ask, dear Father, that you just forgive us, dear Father, for not having the mind, dear Lord, the mind that that seeks your peace, dear Father. And when we have thoughts of revenge and and trying to fight this these things, dear Lord. Yes, Lord. But you know the fight is not ours. And vengeance is definitely not ours. So we just thank you for your forgiveness. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your mercy. And we just ask that you continue to have your way in our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Yeah, that's that's good prayer. That's so true. To to have a mindset, not having a mindset of peace, yeah. what it breeds. Yeah. It, nothing good comes out of it when there's no mindset of set on having peace, especially the peace from God. Yeah. Yeah, I mean uh, that's that's part of the reason why I went over chapter 14, uh, Matthew 14 again today, because I've been getting a lot of um, texts and, you know, my mom and wife have been talking about it you know, this morning, you know, just about all the all the things that are going on as a result of this. Um, the death of George Floyd. And, and I'm just like, man, maybe, you know, I'm reading the chapter and, you know, for me. I really just saw Jesus's compassion and his love in this, in this chapter. Um, You know, the first one was, I mean, he could have, I saw his love and his, 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 his love and his obedience because he, he could have stood against, uh, Herod, right? He he could have mm-hmm. just like John the Baptist did, right? He he could have, you know, embarrassed him and 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 cut him verbally like he did all the Pharisees and Sadducees. But he actually left, right? He he departed from that mm-hmm. area where Herod was at, and then you know, obviously defeating the five thousand. Um. He was moved by compassion to, you know, perform this miracle. And I just thought about that, right? Like in that crowd of 5,000 people, you can't tell me. And I think this is probably, and, and there's nothing in scripture that says this, but I don't believe all of those people were there in support of Jesus. I believe there were some Sadducees in there. I believe there were some people who were skeptic and mm-hmm. opposing Jesus, you know, finding, you know, it says throughout uh, scripture how they were find the Sadducees, Pharisees were trying to find a way to get him. Yeah. And so I believe they were there. 
right? And, you know, being obedient to um, the Holy Spirit and just having the compassion for, for these people. I mean, he, he knew they was there and still wanting mm-hmm. to, to take care of them and still, and not wanting to, you know, get back in. You know, the last time we see him really going in on anybody is what, chapter eight? Yeah, that's when he was going, eight and 10, when he was really going off. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, since then, it's been really about teaching and him just really showing his love, man, showing who he is. Yeah, with chapter 14, I just, it's a short chapter. Yeah, it is. Yeah, but it has a heavy punch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like as I was going over it last night, of course, amid of what's been currently going on with our country, like I guess I don't know. I'm not so it's like I'm not sure if I've been like under a rock, <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> because yesterday I was under impression up until I got off that it was just like probably like that with that one day of rioting. Yeah. But then when I got off and I turned on the TV, I was like, yeah, it's been four consecutive days of riding. And I was like, four. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, man. And I was like, because Thursday night, we had the class, and I didn't turn on the TV right. Right. after we got out of the class. Mm-hmm. Um, and, then that, and it was like yesterday morning uh, when we were talking, um, having our devotion um, in the Word, how we was talking about how it's it's a it's a sin issue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All that was going going through my mind is as I'm reading chapter uh, fourteen. I was like, okay, why all of a sudden a sudden shift to start talking about Herod? Mm. Yeah, yeah. My mind, yeah, like so. Yeah, yeah. Why all of a sudden talking? Why why now are we talking? Getting the backdrop on Herod's emotional set, mm-hmm. his mindset. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All and I was like, if it's in here, it's in here for a reason. Yeah. Try to just sit still for a minute and just allow the spirit to talk to me mm-hmm. about why I'm in here. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't really even, even touch the commentary on this. I was like, let me just sit here and just see what God, like, why is this here? And what I saw, what I, what I saw, what I was hearing was Herod's emotional state. Was it's typical of a sinner. Mm-hmm. He did not want to. He did not want the word of God to cut the way it's supposed to. Right. Like Jesus is cutting in the previous chapters, cutting them, slicing and dicing with his words. Yeah. Like had no middle ground with Jesus. Basically, right. there's no there's no lukewarm area with Jesus. Right. It's either you are in or you're not in. Yeah, that's how he's chopping it up with the Pharisees and Sadducees. Mm-hmm. And so, what I'm saying with, with, with John the Baptist, he was paranoid. Yeah, because he's like, Oh, since I, I haven't, I killed him, I killed the innocent man mm-hmm. because I didn't want to adhere to what this innocent man was telling me on the behalf of God, right? And he knew it was true, knew it was true. Mm-hmm. And it's like, is it acceptable or not? Is it acceptable? I see that, like, in our society, it's acceptable to not accept the things you don't like. 
in the, in the spiritual sense with God, there's going to be tons of stuff in, in walking with Christ that he's going to say that you don't like. Right. And right. it brings me back to a place of um, where I wrote it. Hebrews 4. As I was reading with here, just that, just the first this was verses 1 through 10, 10 and 11 yeah. on chapter 14, it brought me to a place when I thought about Hebrews um, 4, 12. Mm. When it says the word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword. Yeah. The Bible, the bone marrow. And as I got to thinking about it, I was like, that is what the word of God does. Mm -hmm. It divides. Right. It's going to divide what shouldn't be there to what should be there. Mm -hmm. that, that, that has to occur because we're living in a fallen world. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. It must happen that way because there's some things about myself when I when I look about when I think about where I was at like a decade ago. There's some things I don't do now. Mm -hmm. That's because the word of God was allowed to penetrate in the, in those areas to cause a separation. Right. Like with Jesus, there was a separation. What John the Baptist was doing, there's a separation. Mm -hmm. Like Herod could have accepted. What John the Baptist was saying, which would mean that the lady he was dealing with, there would be a separation there now. Right. And it's like what I love is that, like what you had said, you see in this chapter the love of Christ, regardless right. of who the people are. Mm -hmm. And it's like that was an opportunity. That's the love of Christ being demonstrated, though, through another man, meaning John the Baptist, mm -hmm. to Herod. Mm -hmm. is a perfect example on him walking walking right with God and standing firm in what God told him to stand firm to and still loving Herod regardless and told him, look, what you're doing is a sin. Stop it. Yeah. And it's going to come with a consequence. A consequence could be in the form of this person accepting what I'm saying while I'm standing for righteousness in Christ. Mm -hmm. Or the consequence can be in the form of even death, in this case, with John the Baptist. And I'm like, as I'm looking at the events and what's going on in our society, I'm like, well, who's standing up for righteousness now? Who's willing to, to stand up for that with what's going on right now? Mm -hmm. and, and, and it's like what you said earlier, it's, it's like a civil war now, sadly. Like I was getting teary at it last night. Yeah. When I was watching, um, when I turned on the news, uh, I was just—it's heartbreaking. Yeah, it's heartbreaking. It, it, I mean, it really is because when somebody dies, there is no coming back from that. Exactly. There's no coming back from it. And then the the person that, that's alive. You just killed somebody that's innocent, but you also killed people in your family too. Right. Yeah. Like he probably the officer probably has people in his family that doesn't align with his belief of being racist. Right. And it's kind of like what Herod did in this case. He and not like what if somebody was believing in his camp that was like, okay, John with John the Baptist saying I can actually take home in my own personal life mm -hmm. and, and start using. Yeah, but here just pretty much cast all that to the side when he when he did his act with killing John the Baptist. Mm -hmm. 
man, that's, that's some good stuff. I mean, you, you really, cause I had that same, I had the same sort of, um, I was thinking the same thing when, as the chapter started off and it's like, well, why is this here? And, you know, I, I mm-hmm. came to the conclusion that, um, it's really just giving you, cause, cause after this section, you see all these wonderful things that Jesus does to really unite people and bring people together. Mm-hmm. But if you look at Herod, it's a contrast, right? I'm not saying yes. that Herod and Jesus are the same, but it's a contrast. And I, I like how you say um, it's really a sin thing. And and as you were talking about, I'm looking over this again, and 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 you just see how sin just takes you deeper and deeper. Yeah. Right. Herod, when when this when it says in chapter nine, and the king was sorry, nevertheless, because of the oaths and because of those um, who sat with him, he commanded it to be given to her. That that's just he didn't really want to do that, but sin just takes you deeper and mm. deeper. And so when I look at, um, I look at the contrast here between, you know, how he was just, you know responding to a whim a sinful whim whim that the that the mother had and it is just just dragging him down whereas jesus yeah. is you know despite who's in the crowd is he's just being obedient to the holy spirit and his, and his love for his fellow man let's take care of him mm-hmm. and you know as the other thing that just just came to me is that you know with all of these things that's going on in the country over the, you know, these, and I, I, man, I, it just dawned on me that what was it? Two weeks ago, we was talking about the guy in Georgia. Ahmad. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then we have this, you know, it's, it's, you know, I just feel like, you know, if people continue doing these things, it's just going to get worse and worse because there is no shut off. There is no chill with sin. No, it isn't. It just keeps drawing you deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper until you have no way out. Mm-hmm. And other people will die and other things happen. You know, it's just, I mean, that's a perfect example of Herod, right? You know, and, and, like you said, John called him out on it. And instead of being obedient to that and, you know, saying, you know what? I did something wrong. It was like, you all, you, you said this in all these, you see it all these happening. You've said it before. And with other characters in the Bible, that God gives you a chance to repent. He yeah. really does. And then it becomes, a, he puts it back in our, in, in our court, puts the ball right in our court. It's like, what mm-hmm. you going to do? Are you going to repent yeah. or are you going to keep going down this road? And as a result of him not wanting to look bad in front of his guests, he decides to go even further. Because, I mean, he locked him up, but he was just going to keep him there. You know, he was just going to keep him keep there. Him. Um, but just made it worse. And then, you know, I, I, um, I did read a little bit of the commentary on this, and it was just really Matthew – the way that Matthew writes, he wanted to give you um, an idea of who Herod was and then bring it all the way back to, you know, because Herod 
thought it was a uh, Jesus was a reincarnate of John the Baptist. So he gave you gave you the little subplot of that interaction with with Herod, Herodias, and John the Baptist, and how he ended up dying. Um, yeah, and then bringing you back to okay, Herod heard about Jesus, and so Jesus is like, you know, it's not my time to deal with them yet. So let me let me roll out, but but it. The commentary basically saying that that's the way Matthew wrote this, right? It, he, he set it up so that you can see, because in the last chapter, we're, he was in Galilee, right? And then... But, yeah, because he went to his hometown. Right, he went to Galilee, and then this starts off with Herod says what? Um, yeah, he heard a report about Jesus, because apparently Herod was the ruler of that of Galilee and some of the areas in there, and I think his brother ruled to the north, and then his other brother, you know, ruled to the west. So what? What they, they all, you know, they had these Roman um, or um, yeah, Roman figureheads over the the land, and Herod um, ruled over that. So he was hearing about Jesus and all these things about Jesus. Um, and so it, it takes you, it's just Matthew painting that picture for, for the readers. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. The Walking with Jesus podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Now back to the show. That's a, like, I like how you put it with sin. It just, it draws you it sin would draw a person away from the person that they see in the mirror. Yeah. Like one moment, the person can feel like they know who they are in the next minute by, by, by accepting the sin, by just going along forward, you can't recognize who you are no yeah. more. And it's like, I felt when reading this, just those like this, this, the first couple of verses in this chapter, he here didn't want to do right. it. But what I saw was also stood out to me was in um, verse, verse, what is it? Verse 11, when, I think I got it marked on here. Yeah, verse 11. And his head was brought in the charger and given to the damsel, and she brought it to her mother. And that stood out to me because it's, the, the daughter did this because of the yeah. mother. The, the role model. I got to thinking, I'm like, man, you really have to really think about who's looking up to you. Uh, are you really, like, am I using my authority? Am I using my position as just being a black man? Am I using it to really walk right with Christ so that others follow right. that? Because this young girl, she did what she did 
because of the mom influence. Because sometimes you don't have to say a thing to a person to influence them. You can just, <laughs> you know, you can just bomb. I'm right there. And then there's just changes. Yeah. Depending on how that person looks at me, that's going to change how they respond in the situation. Right, right, right. right. And this young girl's response is like, okay, I, since the mother is acting bug wild, the daughter is acting bug wild. And that, in return, calls the innocent person to be killed yeah. now. Yeah. And it's like uh, a lot of stuff was going through my mind last night as I was just taking my time to just chew this up and just suck on it. Just, just sit back and just, like, I felt like I was eating a real good meal <laughs> last night. Just chewing, chewing on the word. I'm like, 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 you get like a piece of good neck bone just sucking on it real good. <laughs> Why the neck bone though? <laughs> huh? It's the first time I came along. But it's like, as I'm sitting there thinking about it, I'm like, man, these, this same like paradox is kind of like what's been going on in our society. Like, the sphere of influence, a lot of people are taking their sphere of influence, like, they, they're not taking it serious. They're taking it for granted. But the people underneath, they're not taking it for granted. They're like, okay, you asked for it, or you're not asking for it. I, I see how your body language is. I'm going along with it, too, because I know this will be pleasing to you. And it's like, that's not... It's, we got to remember... That Christ, we should be influenced by Christ. That's what I was thinking. Like, well, well Christ is always present. I got to remember that. I got to remember whether or not I think he's saying something to me or not. He's right there watching. And therefore, I should allow his presence to influence my behavior. If this young lady allowed her mother's presence to influence her behavior to the point that John the Baptist is now dead, what much I can do more and bring about life by me paying attention to what I'm doing by referencing who is present in my life, who is Christ. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, you make some good points because I mean, sin, as we've been reading through the Bible and, and walking with Christ, sin is, it is what it is, right? It, it's it's never sin isn't dynamic to me. You know what I mean? Like it like that we talk about the devil, he don't have no new tricks. You know what I mean? Yeah, he doesn't. And, and sin is it's the same old racket. You know, it's the same old racket, but to 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 address it. Right. We, we, you know, I think Reggie talked about this, like you feel like you need to create a new approach, something, a new way mm -hmm. of, of dealing with it. But that's the reality is walking with Christ and combating, you know, hate with love that that's the way you do it. You know what I mean? Like that's the way you do it. It's not that we need to do anything different. We need we need we need to address the sin issue and the sin issue is repentance. Right. And, 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 and mm -hmm. taking our hearts to Jesus who can actually fulfill and forgive. 
right? Fulfill that that yeah. that emptiness that we have inside of us, right? Without Jesus, there is emptiness, right? And we try to fill it with all different types of things, and typically those things are sinful. And, mm-hmm. and Jesus is the only one that can forgive. And so by trying to, um, you know, be whoever your friends like you you take Herod for example he he's just you know first of all he's you know has a lust for his daughter right and so and then yeah. he's drinking right and right Not right combination. And, you know, <laughs> he doesn't want to put his foot in his mouth or you know look bad in front of his guests you know what I mean it just it was all and I guess what I'm what I'm saying here, even with the thing with um this thing with George Floyd, like sin, I believe all sin is avoidable. It's it's preventable, right? You yes. know what I mean? Like there's always a point where you can avoid it. And 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 granted, I understand mm-hmm. 2020 is crystal clear, but even with George Floyd, like if he wanted to restrain the dude, he did not have to put his knee on his neck. Exactly. Like, there is another way to restrain him. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And 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 with I, I see with Herod, Herod had that point where he can like, you know, well, you the the daughter said, "What she say? She said something to the effect like, would you you do anything?'" And uh, it's not awful. Yeah, blah blah blah. So heaven give me right. Since therefore he promised with an oath to give her whatever she might ask. So being prompted by the mother, give me that John the Baptist said, like all he had to do was like no. <laughs> you know? You know, so. exactly. <laughs> Not that. He, he would have been better off just literally saying, "Wait a minute, right. I've been drinking, so don't take me serious." Hold up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! But but that's the point. And and like I was saying earlier, you get a point of no return with sin. There's a point where you you know how many yeah. people that are in the prison who had a there's one second in the entire second, life uh, to, mm. so true so oh, true man you oh how many how many men in in prisons across the country black men if they had that one second back over again would they have hmm. been like nah if they if they had that one moment to do over again, <laughs> no, nah, and and they're paying for it with their lives. I mean, I, I believe Jesus has forgiven them for whatever sin they may have committed, and hopefully, and, and I'm sure there there are many that have turned their lives over to Christ. But it's that one moment, man, that one moment where, and that's the moment we have to be aware of, and you know that's why yeah. I mean I know for me. I try to stay in the word. I try to stay just, you know, I was telling you on Friday, like not looking to the right or left, just keep your eyes on Jesus. And that's what the word says. Keep your eyes on him. 
And then those, when those moments yeah. do come, you, you don't have to second guess. You don't. It's already a done deal, you know. Mm-hmm. And that, that's really that, that's 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 how we we are we are at yeah. war spiritually. That's how you have to be. You have to be yeah. focused in in a football game or a basketball game. The team that is more focused, more yeah. driven, wins. And that's how, as Christians, that's what we have to. That's the mindset we have to have, and we have to model it. I think about John the Baptist being an innocent man. He has followers, and I look at how they responded to knowing that their innocent leader died. He was murdered, basically, and how they responded. It was like we still got a mission. We still got a. This man is a sinner. Herod is a sinner. And when I look at the officer putting his neck on George Floyd's, the officer putting his knee on George Floyd's neck, I'm like, that officer, there's no fruit of the spirit in what you're doing. Like, this, you're not, you're not acting Christ-like. So, therefore, and this, this is easy and at the same time hard to say. But it also, at the same time, I guess it could be like a litmus for where a person's heart is at. That officer is uh, is the fruit is the field we got to go to. He's the person that needs the gospel. Yeah. And it's easy to overlook that. Like here in this case, mm-hmm. he needs the gospel. That's the only thing to stop him from allowing this. I like how Reggie put it in, in, in the um, in the group message. The mm, coronavirus, Sinrona, sin, sin <laughs> right? Yeah, Sinrona. I mean, that, the only cure for the only cure for that virus is the gospel, the gospel of Christ. Not a not a ten step program, not an anger man, anger management rider. program, not, not a yeah, not riding, not dialoguing about race and all of that. They all may have their seem like they have a place and whatnot, but the cure is the gospel, the gospel of Christ. That's what he needs. That's what he needed. That's what yeah. the officer needs. And then it's, it's, it's a question of, I look at myself like, if God was to ask me, mm-hmm. go to him and share the gospel, share the good news with him. Yeah, that one, that officer that just killed somebody that looked just like you. What I tell God, no, because of how I feel. Just like I mean, the John the Baptist disciples, how they it, verse twelve, and his disciples came and took up the body and buried it, and went and told Jesus. Mm-hmm. Good response. It's like I'm not even gonna try and argue with here, because it's like at the end of the day, that's what a sinner is gonna do. Man. Sin. They're going to sin in the, in the capacity that they can sin in. So if they are a king, they're going to sin like a king. If they're a sailor, they're going to yeah. sin like a sailor. If they're a child, they're going to sin like a child. But all in all, in that context, yeah. that's what they're going to do. And I got to see it from the lens the way Christ sees it. And John the Baptist's disciples got his body, being hurt, broken, probably mm-hmm. very upset. Mm-hmm. And told Jesus. Yeah, that's that's such a good point, man. Because it's not about 
I was listening to a song today. Uh, I don't even know. It was on Pandora. I, can't, I don't even remember who sung it, but it says something to the fact of I'm no longer a slave to my feelings. Right? Um, mm. if, if you say go, I go. If you say release, I let it go. If you say wait or be still, I wait. It's a lady that sings the song, right? It's a lady that sings that song, right? And I, I just got to look. It was it was on okay. Pandora. I was out there cleaning the deck, and I was just listening. But that one hit me. But it's relevant now because when you look at the John's disciples, you hit it right on the head. They could they had a right to feel upset and wanted to do something to Herod, but they were just being. Man, they were just being obedient. Being obedient to the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is go go get the a right response. Don't repay evil with evil. Mm-hmm. And evil with good. And and yes. man, the, the question here that you just posed, would we be able to if the Holy Spirit prompted us to go talk to this officer? And this is this is how simple I am in my mind. If the if the if the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit tells you to go talk to the officer and and deliver the gospel to him, I'm I'm doing it, right? But this is where I think I this is where I think mm-hmm. a lot of people get messed up. They they mix their feelings with that, right? Who you going to talk to, right? Yeah. Who 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 is it? It really mm-hmm. doesn't matter. Right, because the Holy Spirit told you to go talk to him, and then the fact that he's the officer that, that like you said, killed somebody that looked just like me, and then also the Holy Spirit didn't tell us we need to go convert him. So just go talk to him. Enjoying the show? We'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you simply share the show with a friend, that will give them a new way to experience Jesus and help us out too. Now back to the show. That's it. And you see how you feel see how our feelings could get mixed our feelings and who it is. And then the result mm-hmm. get all mixed yeah. up in there, and it's it. No, just be obedient, and and that's what I see when I see Jesus in these in these situations, feeding the five thousand, even walking on the water. That's that's a that's a <laughs> that's the Holy Spirit telling them to go do these things, regardless of who it was. Yeah, that's good. That's real. That's there good. There was some people in there who hated Jesus. It was five thousand people in there. You can't tell me all of them. Well, there's some, there's, there's, there's going to be some haters in that crowd. Big time haters in there, <laughs> and Jesus knew it. They were hating on the food as soon as the food came out. Like that's that's the normal default sin nature. 
And Jesus still didn't skip a beat. He's like, I'm still going to feed you regardless. Yeah. I'm still going to show you love regardless. And, and you know what I love? What Jesus did with the information that they gave him. I saw, I saw in verse 13, the intentionality of Jesus. Because it says, in verse 13, when Jesus heard of it, he departed thence by ship into a desert place apart. He was like, he got the information, said, okay, I'm not going to, I'm not going to have no conversation with nobody. I'm going to God the Father on this alone time. I'm going to take some alone time to process this information with the Father. And I saw I saw the intentionality of it because after he feeds the five thousand, where is it at? It's in verse um verse twenty-three. After he does this, he's like, and when he has sent the multitudes away, he went up into a mountain apart to pray. So I was like, since hmm. he got interrupted <laughs> by people, later yeah. on, like, I'm gonna feed y'all and I'm gonna still go back to what so me and my it's, father it's, was talking about. <laughs> of being in the presence of God. The the feeding the people Yeah. That, that's why I was like, was I, I, that's why I was like, I was just Yeah. <laughs> that's, good. That's, good. that's how we gotta be. Man, chewing this up, and I was like, the the closest first thing that came was Nate Bone, but <laughs> but I just it was just it was just a lot. I was like, man, it's such a small chapter, and it is so much meat in here. Yeah, that's good, man. Right before right before these two miracles, I mean, you could look at it like that. You could say right before the two miracles, he spent time with God. But the real way we should be looking at it is he he spent all his time with God. Then he came out at certain times mm-hmm. to 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 perform these miracles and to show his love of 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 the people, the multitudes. Yeah, that's a great perspective. That's a great that's perspective. Good. Like, what if we spend all our time with God and then everything else is secondary? That's what I. That's what I hear you saying, mm-hmm. right? Like. Jesus spent all, he spent the majority of his time with God. And then, and what about this, Evan? Is it, is it a stretch to think that from his time with God, he was told what to do during these times when he wasn't in devotion with God? Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I get more. And it, and I think I, I, I think that I think you're right on that because it's like when you have that quiet time with God, right. you, you get instruction. You get instruction on how you get instruction. You get the right perspective on how to look at a situation, on how to how how to address it appropriately. I mean, all I mean, when I think about it in Scripture, Jesus really did take solitude time with God the Father, and then like in this case, an interruption occurs with the people and he's like he's still carrying out the will of the father because he's spent so much time with the father he knows what the will is he's like y'all 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 are in a desert y'all came out to see me in a desert ain't there's no food in the desert at all and y'all hungry 
the will of the Father is for y'all to be fed. I'm going to feed y'all. Not gonna send you away, even if there's a hater in the crowd, still gonna love you. You know what, Evan? But uh, the more I look at this, though, the more I believe. It, you know, I know we were kind of saying it in in jest, but these these aren't really interruptions. These, I think, these are divinely directed. Because I because I feel like you can't yeah. spend that much time with God. And God doesn't know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you don't see it yeah. coming. I think he yeah, like that I mean, we, we read it. Okay, by boat to a deserted place by himself. But when the multitudes heard, they followed him on foot. And when Jesus went out to see the great, see a great, and when Jesus went out, he saw a great multitude. I can't. I can't believe. I can't sit here and believe. Yeah, it's like an explosion I, 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 going off right now. Oh, hold on, hold on, God. Let me go see what's going on with these people. You know, nah. He's like, you go mm -mm. out there and take care of my people. Yeah, it's like I'm spending quality time with God, and God is like, in the midst of that, He's like, I, I hear what you're saying. At the same time, I hear what you're saying. This conversation is continuing right now. Don't think that it's not continuing because. I need you to right. feed them as you're feeding them. I'll be speaking to you. It, it hmm. reminds me of um, when Moses went to talk to God in the mountain. And as, as, as God was talking with Moses, he said, you need to go down there because they're acting a fool. I don't remember the exact words, but, that, like, <laughs> but that's what he said. Like when, when Aaron <laughs> built the... Uh, the, the the golden calf. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Out came this but, golden but calf. God was talking to him, <laughs> and in the midst of God talking to him, he's like, "Yeah, you might want to just go down there now. Go right. Go, right. go check on them. Right. Go holler at them for a cool second. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I see that. I see that. Yeah, I feel like that's the same, the same context. It's like Jesus is talking a long time, and God is like. I got another assignment. Right. Because God is love, I, like it's hard for me to, and because he is and he's all knowing, all seeing, it's hard for me to, to kind of visualize or think about this any other way. There's no way he could be spending time with God and, and really, you know, spend, and, and, and think about it, spending God with God and, and in the Holy Spirit and not being being told what was happening. Like even the time he spent, mm -hmm. um, I mean, with Lazarus, he like he knew what he was going to do before he did it. I think about, you know what comes to mind when I was reading this also last night, what came to mind? Uh, when, I, when these two verses, the, with verse 23 and, and 14, as I sat back and meditated on a while, what came to mind was we just recently read in Second Kings with um, Elisha when the woman's yeah. son fell dead. And Elisha um, told his servant, God hasn't mm. shared with me what occurred. Yeah. And I was like, that's interesting. I felt like that was interesting then when I was reading. And it came to mind last night as I was reading because I was like, 
you know, most of the time, the people that in scripture that really walk close to God, the conversation kept, it seemed like a, a, a conversation each and every part continuous. of the day. It's like there were parts, yeah, it was continuous. And there was there were times like, like in this case, I felt like Jesus, like, I'm going to go and get some solitary time to chill out with, with God. But in the midst of that, it seemed like, I guess it's more, what, deeper intimacy, I guess? But it's still a continuation of a conversation going back and forth. Mm-hmm. There's no no lapse in it. Well, and that's why I, like, I see with Jesus, like, he it, he really did have intentionality with God. The Father's like, I'm it's not a quote unquote like a real real interruption interruption, but it's like I'm I'm being intentional with God, and in the midst of me being intentional, that time kind of like what Reggie was saying with um, in class on Thursday, with with part of the what was it the uh, the growth spiritually is to have that intentional that intentional yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. solitude with God right. like really get in. And that's why I'm saying, like, with with Jesus, like, he's taking... Because I just think about how Jesus probably felt about this, yeah. about John the Baptist dying. I mean, he had emotion for Lazarus dying, yeah. and he raised Lazarus from the dead. I know yeah. he felt emotional yeah. about this because right. cousins. Yeah. Think about that. And it's like, now he's dead, and it's like, yeah, I want to I wanna process this. But in the midst of processing it, I'm also going out to the desert, being led by the Spirit, to perform a miracle in the desert to speak to them on their level. And because it's like the desert, I felt like so the house of Israel got fed in the desert. Yeah. Back in um, Exodus. So it's like you're seeing Jesus feeding them in the desert. In the desert, there's literally there's nothing there. There's, there's like I, I've never personally been to the desert. I always stayed on the East Coast. <laughs> so I have never personally been to no desert, but I've seen them on pictures, and I don't see anything besides rocks and dryness. <laughs> and so I'm like, if I'm in the desert, I'm picturing myself in the desert, and I'm like, I'm hungry. What am I gonna eat? And I, I think we had talked about this uh, Friday. It's like how it is, the example, like how MacGyver look at a, a, th- a piece of thread and a screwdriver and say, yep, mm-hmm. I can make a B12 engine out of this. God is like, yep, desert, I can make something happen with this. Because I've actually made everything from nothing. And I felt like with the disciples, it wasn't like how you were saying, nothing like a, a thorough interruption it's still a part of the plan because it's a it's a it's a it's a spiritual flow of this with the five thousand. I felt like it was a spiritual flow because with the disciples, there was a part he feeds the five thousand, that's a miracle. But then there was a part that as many times as I read this before, only last night this jumped out to me. And that was the part when they were tw- when it says that there were um twelve baskets full. The leftover. And I got to thinking, I was like, so what do I know about God when terms of God leaving something over? He never, he 
never he doesn't waste anything. So I got to thinking about the desert with the house of Israel in Exodus and how he told them that on one particular day he was going to give them extra to last them for the next day for the Sabbath. So I was like, hmm, he's talking. I felt like he's talking to the disciples with this miracle also. Right. The disciples aren't saying that everyone's hungry. Mm-hmm. The other, the, the, the crowd is. So the disciples really don't need a miracle. But in order to learn who they're really following, they need a miracle. And so, I, oh man. So I felt like it was like an explosion that went off right in my head. Because I was looking at this and like so many times, Malcolm, I've read this. I've talked to God about it on so many, so many accords on how, because it corresponds kind of, because it's like mm-hmm. we went over for mm-hmm. like twice in the Bible. And so I've seen this twice, kind of like echoed twice with um with, with the other story back in, was it Matthew? The previous chapters when they were on the boat. And I was yeah. like, do you not think that we were going to drown? Yeah. Uh, Matthew 8. Yeah, Matthew 8. So... And I'm sitting there thinking about it, I was like, so what is he saying right now? And I'm like, because I always look like, what is God trying to say to me through this? Because God will speak, God will speak on a level that we should be familiar with, but you're going to have to think about it. You're going to have to really process it. And I saw something that was real similar when I was reading it, there was something after the boat, after they get into the boat, after they, after they were um, at the end of the water, he, Jesus says the same statement, that he, a similar statement that he said before, oh, you of little faith. He says that again in chapter eight. And I was like, why would he say that? And then it brought me back to the 12, the 12 baskets. He gave his word the first time, said, let us go to the other side. That should be good enough. Don't look at the storm. That should be good enough to know right, that we're right. going to the other side. Peter asks, if it's you, tell me to come out on the water. So I was like, you had 12. Why would you think that you was going to sink? You had 12 baskets, meaning he fed you mm-hmm. because you had another assignment right. to go to the next day. So now I'm looking at myself and I was thinking like, mm-hmm. hmm. Once again, yeah. what am I overlooking? What am I overlooking that the Lord is uh, showing me, even now, showing me that mm-hmm. I've given you more than enough right. to take you to where I told you I was going to take you? And why are you still operating a little mm-hmm. faith? Or am I still operating a little faith? enough evidence here because it's like like we covered before yeah. um with Gehazio Gehazio yeah. in uh Kings he didn't need the miracle he kept seeing the miracle so therefore it was easy for him to have a mindset mm-hmm. to go chasing after name um Naaman and this for the disciples they didn't need the miracle but they did need the miracle they need to be able to see God be relevant in their life right then and there so they'll know for sure who he is. And I thought that's so necessary mm-hmm. to have the miracles, to have testimony, 
about what God is right. doing Man, grateful in my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's good, man. That's real good. And I, I just, I'm kind of stuck on just the, the, the fact that I'm looking at this. So John the Baptist is beheaded. The disciples, John's disciples go and tell Jesus. Jesus hears this and goes into time with God. He comes out of that time with God, performs the miracle of feeding the 5,000, and then goes back. Right? Once he, he, after, after that, he, he said Jesus made his disciples get into a boat and go before him on the other side while, while he sent the multitudes away. And when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up to the mountain by himself. So he goes back. He, he dismisses the people, dismisses the disciples, and then goes back mm-hmm. into conversation with God, in, into devotion with God. Until his disciples get in trouble, he comes out of that. Right? Comes out, walks in the water. And, mm-hmm. and then the chapter pretty much ends where, you know, people are just touching him on his um but it it just so that his time it looks like on the surface it looks like god's time was with god is sandwiched between these events but what if you flip that over look at it from god's perspective Mm -hmm. god is god doesn't step out of time He's he always is, always will be. He's he's above time, so he's constantly talking yeah. to Jesus, regardless. Right? But Jesus, because he's we're in time, it looks mm-hmm. like from our perspective that he's taking time out in between these circumstances, these issues. But from God's perspective, he's always talking. Always talking. Always talking. So, you know, I, I just, I, I just, I mean, that's the model. We should always be looking to connect. We should always be in devotion. We should always be in, we should always be in tune yes. with God. All these other things are going to happen. They're going to happen in time. They're events in time. But we need to be in faith and in communion with God. All the time. All the time. Because it hundred percent agree with that. It helped him deal with it and gave him insight in how to deal with it. It gave him it gave him um the power, ability to do these things. You don't do that without spending time with God. No. I just look at what uh like yeah. With yeah. the uh, with Elijah, I mean, it was, I mean, right, right before with Elisha and Elijah, like at the beginning of Second Kings, with yes. the with the yeah. With, yeah. with the fifty soldiers coming to him, that's it. He's by himself with God. <laughs> He's chilling by himself with God, then calls the fire from out of heaven. So it's like he had that solitary time with God, because God like. I, Totally, a hundred percent agree with you. God is talking all the time. Right. There is no difference. Right. There's no shut off time with Him. There's no us yeah. to us. There's a difference right. between right. night and day. 
But with right. God, same. there is no difference. With that. It's the same. And 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 there's there there aren't like, like yeah, I, I remember um I can't remember where I saw it, but it, it's always stuck in my mind. God sees now, the past and the future, all at the same time. So it it it. it mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> when you think about His name, exactly. Yahweh, <laughs> So. Right, God, like every minute, every now, minute is now. It's all <laughs> the same. So, so you know, we're we're all we're looking at this from a human standpoint and a human perspective. But like I said, when you look at it from God's perspective, you know, and, and think about, th- and I think about my life. If I look at it from from God's perspective and the time that I'm spending, I'm like, man, God is like, I'm always talking to you, but like. You're trying to fit me in. I'm I'm always talking. I'm like I'm always talking to you. You're trying to fit me in between these things, mm. and it, it and and it's you Ooh. know. And, and I'm like, man. <laughs> I mean, Jesus did some powerful, wonderful things, but if you look at his one stream of thought, right? Like one stream of thought that like. It's in between the events. It's, it's, it's in between events, but yeah. like powerful events, but in God's mind, they, it's all one. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's all one. And so it, it just it just reminds me how little. I'm actually spending with God. You know, like how little time I'm actually mm. spending with him. Solitary, n- n- not because, you know, uh, not because pre- preparing for class or, you know, like just me going up on the mountain. Spending time with him. Because, I mean, honestly, if you look at this, that's all Jesus did. And then and then he he get that download and then go talk to yeah. the disciples. Mm. That's that's that that's good because it's God always is speaking. And it's, I like how I really like how you put that. God is always always yeah, speaking, man. but I'm trying to fit him in. Mm. I'm just picturing myself like with my wife mm. constantly talking to me and I'm trying to fit her in. Right. It's like so disrespectful. And and you know, it, it kind of mm. I guess this is the spirit talking because when we when we called it interruptions. Right? I'm like, I don't think we like it, it, as soon as we said, I was like, man, it was kind of funny and like you know, we have these interruptions between the time his his solitary time, but I, those are those are the yeah those are the those no those are divine assignments. Perfect times. Like you said it, like those are assignments, and and I I yeah. do not believe that in his time, right before these things that happen, and and so this is the one that really got me. 
So John the Baptist is beheaded. They tell Jesus yeah. that that happened, and he leaves and goes goes up to the mountain. So when you said, you know, we said at the same time, that's his cousin. His cousin just got beheaded. You don't think he talked to God about that? Mm-hmm. And how to deal with it? And then during that conversation, right, like right after that conversation, is when he goes and frees the 5,000. You don't think God gave him a little hint about what was about to happen? Happened? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, his, God's grace is sufficient. He, 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 he ministered to Jesus. He, he, the, I'm, I'm sure a bunch of things probably happened when he was up there talking to, to God, just him. To help him deal with what he just was dealing with because he was fully God, fully man. And then prepare him for the next thing. So like, what, what if we grab a hold of that, heaven? What if we grab mm-hmm. a hold of that, that, the fact that he will help you deal with the pains that we're going to inevitably be faced with. He's going to help you deal with the persecution. He's going to help you deal with this crazy racist killings that we have going on. And he's going to prepare you for the next assignment. What if we hold on to that? Yeah. That's good. Because when we do hold on to it, what I'm saying is that just by obeying God, because it would seem like a straight contradiction. Your cousin died, now feeding 5,000. But they are, it, it's, yeah. it's, how can I put it? It's, it's, it's necessary. It's necessary. That's right. His you still have to obey. Yeah. There's a mission that has to be accomplished. Has to be done. And by doing so, mm. he will provide the comfort. He will provide the necessary tools to help to heal us, to get us going, to keep us going. It may, with, yeah. the fleshly mind says this has nothing to do with right. the other. But right. spiritually, they do. They're one and the same. You know, yeah. he died, yeah. but feeding brings life. What Jesus was doing right then and there, with teaching to them, healing them, all that, yeah. like miracles. And, and, That's life. To in that, if I'm a disciple and I'm sitting there and I'm looking at this, I'm like, here just died. But then when I'm seeing Jesus do these miracles, the first thing that will pop in my mind, I would think, here, I'm not here, it just died. John the Baptist just died. The first thing that will pop in my mind was, John the Baptist exactly. is really alive. He's in eternity now. I would have a right perspective. And that's why it's like the flesh yeah. mind says they don't yeah. correlate, but they do. They are literally the necessary. It's like it's not really like a real interruption. Mm-hmm. It's more like, yeah, yeah. quiet time, yeah, download, yeah, flow, flow into it. Right. It's like it's more of a rhythm. That's the best way I can put it. Now it's like a rhythm. Quiet time, right, download, right, flow. Right, right. Quiet time, yeah. download, flow. <laughs> Knowing what we know about Jesus. 
don't don't you think feeding those five thousand people just filled his heart with so much joy after his cousin died? Yes. I mean that's 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 I think I, oh man yeah. I can't remember the one. It was another situation in it that you brought up where someone died and God just gave them a situation where they had to give and, and do something wonderful. And it was a way for, it was a way for that person. I can't remember which character it was. I can't remember. But in, in this situation, like you said, God is just, he's preparing him, but he's also comforting him. Like he's, he's dealing with the death. I don't know how much time went by here, but mm -hmm. he's dealing with the death of his cousin by doing something and just showing love. I mean, just pouring out love. I mean, who knows what type of emotions that was going through Jesus's mind, you know, about hearing about his, his, his cousin dying. Like I could, could I did have, could have done something to help him. Could it, you know, anger, frustration, you know, all of these things, but, yeah. By giving and serving. I know his I know his heart was full of joy, man. I mean that like doing things that you loved, serving people, you know, and when you yeah. follow Christ and serving people, it it gives you a sense of it's a rewarding feeling. It's rewarding, it really is. It's, that's when yeah. I know in my life, that's when I've I've seen God. Do, like, like it becomes like yeah, you're communicating yeah. when you're serving, exactly. Especially when yeah. you're going through something. One, you forget about mm -hmm. what you're going through. <laughs> I know for me, it was like, I just forgot all about it. And right. I was seeing, like, that's when the scripture becomes alive. Mm -hmm. And like, it really does. The scripture is like, oh, I get it now. Good, it clicks. Man. This is real good. Yeah, this chapter mm -hmm. is is it, not a it's a short yeah. chapter, but it has a lot in it. it is uh, like uh, I was going over last night. I was like, mm -hmm. I don't know if we have enough time to go over everything that's really in here. Because <laughs> it felt like I I, I would look down, chew on something a little bit, and then I read a little bit further, and then I end up going back because of what I saw. Like in this case, in chapter. I mean, in verse 23, it brought me back to verse um, 13. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I was like, and I found myself doing it. I was like, man, so much. Just like in verse 36 on the last verse, it said, and he beside him, I'm sorry, and yeah. meaning the crowd beside him that they might only touch the hem of his garment. <laughs> as many as touched were made perfectly whole. And I was like, time out. Mm -hmm. The one with the issue of blood. That's where they got it from. They got, I was like, they knew, they knew to get a certain miracle from Jesus yeah. is to go back to how somebody else got a miracle mm -hmm. from Jesus. Because he doesn't change. No. Like, there's no respect to a person. And I got to thinking, I was like, hmm. Right. How many people feel like there's no mm -hmm. point in praying about these racist killings? Or the injustices is out here. How many people feel like there's no point in it? Right. But this has got to be reminded by somebody else that had a prayer answered. 
if he did it for that person, true for sure he'll do it for me because he's no respect to person. Like you, you gotta just bring your faith to him. Bring your faith to him. Mix it up together. That's what he did. Because that that's what the 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 lady with the issue of blood. Her faith was so powerful, so strong. She already determined her head. That's all she needed to do was touch it. That's 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 faith. That's like I just need to touch him. I don't need to talk to him. I don't need to do. I don't need no big shindig. Just let me get a pinky on. And I'm straight. That's it. I'm straight. I don't need all this. I just need, let me get that fingertip on you. Yeah. I'll be That's it. Change your whole life. Change your whole life. She put all her heart, her mind, her soul into. I just need to get a finger mm. on him. Enjoy what you're hearing. We'd love to hear how walking with Jesus is helping you. Keep listening to hear how you can leave us a message that we may use on the show. Also, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Now back to the show. That's it. I just need to touch it. That's it. I don't need everything else. I don't need him to, I don't, he don't need to touch me. I just need to touch him. That's it. That's it. Centurion and like I see now just reading through this and chewing on it. I see why Jesus was so like, he was hyped up when he's like, man, I've never seen faith like this. It's, it's, it's amazing. To get yourself worked up to the point where you tell yourself that all you need is a fingertip. All I need is to touch the hem of his garment. I don't need to touch his uh, his sash. I don't need to touch his. I don't. I just let me just get that little hem right there. That's powerful stuff, hmm. man. Like, and I think about yeah. if I'm a disciple and I'm there. I I I I said the statement that they say in 33 of a truth you are the son of God, <laughs> and then I'm saying right. pinky tip, right. whole life turns around, whole life turn around, <laughs> whole life turn around, bam, like that should change how I'm looking at. Like who am I talking to when I'm praying? Oh, who am I talking to? Like. I can't forsake who I'm talking to. So <laughs> we, we gave we gave credit to sin, how it takes you deeper and deeper. But what you just said made me think about how, like, the gospel, God's love, the more you go in it, you get to a point where there's no return. It's the same way with, 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 with God's love and, mm-hmm. and, and walking with Christ. You go... You, this is a point 
uh, this is the point. Truly, you are the son of God. They're not going back to whatever life they had after this. Exactly. Oh, no. Something would be utterly wrong. Sin is just a sin. <laughs> utterly wrong. <laughs> All the things that Satan does is a imitation of what God is doing in the lives of saints. We go deeper and deeper. Just as I was telling you uh, mm-hmm. earlier this week, I feel like, you know, um, Jeremiah, I'm walk, I'm just walking in these deep waters. It's, it's going over my head, but God, God said, Jesus says, don't worry, you're not going to drown. Just keep walking. Yeah. It's powerful stuff, man. Oh, man, what's, where we at? Oh, we on... Minute 73, brother. See, get us rolling. Start talking, bringing up new topics. <laughs> this right here got to do. This has a lot in it. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, we put we press on time. <laughs> but we will sit here and talk about a new topic, and then oh my gosh, we just be here just talking, chewing on the word, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're listening to the Walking with Jesus podcast, the show that brings you a new way to experience Jesus with your hosts, Evan and Malcolm, two regular guys walking with Jesus. Now back to the show and the closing prayer. This is a good meal. This is definitely a good meal. I close this out in prayer. Dear Lord, just thank you. Thank you for being who you are. Thank you for being such a magnificent God, such a magnificent Father, loving, full of compassion. Who are we that you would share such awesome jewels with us? Your word. It's magnificent just to sit back and and read this. How much, how much is here? It's so much. And we just thank you for it, dear Lord. We're, we're praying, dear God, that you continue to transform us in your word, continue to keep on working in us so we can be the people, the men you called us to be, dear God. So you may be glorified in every area of our life, not just one part of it. Now, thank, thank you for the light that is shed through your word. When we sit back and look at our society, and it begs the, the, the question, can we really share the gospel with someone? that we deem as being evil or vile or someone that may seem like literally an enemy. When you, uh, how it's written in your word, the sun shines on the evil and the righteous. It rains on the, the righteous and the evil. Can we demonstrate the love and compassion that you have to others out here? And we ask the Lord that we do. We ask the Lord that you continue to move them around our hearts so that we do illustrate that love. We do illustrate that compassion. We we show forgiveness to others. We, we're asking for that, God. And we, we can do it apart from the Spirit. We're asking that you continue to move through, move through and around our minds, our thoughts, and bring into remembrance the things that you, that you have taught us. You know, we just thank you yes. for giving us the example with how you handle tragedy. 
Lord Jesus, with that solitude time in the in the continuous conversation, intimacy with God the Father. Dear God, we pray that you forgive us for being rude towards you. You're talking and we are trying to fit you in. We pray, Lord, our Heavenly Father, that we move in a better direction of not trying to fit you in, but by being on one accord with you. We're not perfect. And we're praying it's going to take your Holy Spirit to really get us to that point. And we're asking, Lord, our Heavenly Father, that you do it. We want to obey. We want to obey you. We want your presence, dear Lord. And we just thank you again for your word right now. We're, we're praying, Lord, our Heavenly Father, during this time frame that you, that, that is going on right now in our nation. We're praying, Lord, our Heavenly Father, that your church, the called out ones, us, your children, that we stand firm and bold in the word, that we do not look like the world, but we look like you. We're praying, Lord, Heavenly Father, that your Holy Spirit permeates every area of our society. We're asking, Lord, Heavenly Father, for peace. Right now, there's a lot of unrest in our nation. And we're praying, Lord, Heavenly Father, for peace in that Ultimately, Lord, there's a revival, yes. a revival in our nation. We pray that hearts are being loosened right now to yes, receive Lord. your word. We're praying that men and women are coming into an abiding relationship with you, Lord. And we're praying, dear God, that you may send your labor workers out into your hearts, dear Lord, because that officer, he is of the harvest. And we're praying, Lord, if you yes. please provide the labor workers. Call us to where you want us to go. Give us the assignments, dear Lord so that we do them, so that you may be glorified, so that we can put out this sin. We can stump it out, dear God, through your word, through the gospel. We're asking this of you in Jesus Christ's name. We're praying for the listeners that they see you and that they come closer to you and that this sharpens them and that if there's cutting that occurred during the podcast, that they see it was necessary cutting, cutting so that they can become more like you, more like Christ. So they can yes. so they can walk into their purposes, so they can see that you are the blessing. You are the main course. You, everything else is subsidiary, but you, dear God, you are the main thing. And we're asking this of you in Jesus Christ's name. We just thank you and give you the praise. We give you the glory for being who you are. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Thanks for joining us this week on Walking with Jesus. If you have not made Jesus the Lord of your life, this is as good a time as any. I invite you right now to go to Jesus Christ and let him know that you believe he died for you and he rose for you with all power and that you want him alone to be Lord of your life for the forgiveness of your sins and the gift of eternal life. If you do that, you'll be saved right now. Get in your word, and while you converse and reason about biblical things, Jesus will walk with you. If you like what you heard and want to comment, you can leave a message for us at anchor.fm forward slash walking dash with dash Jesus 
forward slash message. We'll pick one to read during an upcoming show. So record your message and send it, send it in now to join in the conversation. Again, that link is anchor.fm forward slash walking dash with dash Jesus forward slash message. You can also subscribe to the show in iTunes, Stitcher, or via RSS feed so you'll never miss a show. Give us a rating and share us with your friends. God bless you. And until next time, keep walking with Jesus. This was good, bro. This was mm. some real. This was real. Yeah, it's a lot of stuff here. It's a, it's a lot. Like I was not expecting. Right. I looked at it. And I was like, okay, doesn't. It's not a big chapter. And I was like, okay, I, you know, I read it before, but wasn't expecting to get yeah. what I got because <laughs> I read it before many and many accords. And last night, I was like, wow. I was like, you were really talking, Lord. I'm like, wow. <laughs> it was just really telling me, man. Like, we, we do our mm. devotions, we do on the podcast, and we're doing a lot of, you know, but I need to spend quiet time with God. Like, just me and him. Because he, he I believe there's insight in, mm-hmm. I mean, there's so much that he could possibly like you say, download, like, and I'm, and I, and I've experienced that before. Right. <clears throat> and I was just asking, I was like, man, I'm like, I haven't got yeah. a download lately. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, <laughs> but <laughs> you know, but it's, 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 when I live, like, he's never wanting for anything. And, and I've been looking at Psalms 34, 34, 10, I think the young line uh, suffers lack and hunger, but the righteous lack no good thing. <clears throat> and, and if we're, if God is always talking, that means he's always downloading. So when we say we try yeah. to fit him in, yeah. that's, yeah. that's a priority blunder like no it, sh- it should we should always be getting downloads we, sh- we should always be in communion with him that's because yeah. he's, he's going to help you deal with the past because he's now and he's going to prepare you for the future because he's now like he he now. like that mm-hmm. that concept of god being now is like I think once because we, we talked about it a couple times like once you get that think about it what he's telling you what he's talking to you about in in time <laughs> is going to be past present and future but that's what he's talking about now so yeah. it just only it only makes sense that Jesus was able to deal with the death of his cousin in the past i mean that day or you know day before whatever 
and then be prepared to feed the 5,000 the next day. That's, I'm convinced God told him all of that in that time. Yeah, in that time frame. I want that. It's too much going on in this world for us not to be getting prepared for the prepare for the future and dealing with dealing with the past and then the present. Like we not, need not them. To get them like that. And it's it's, it's and it's not a <laughs> the other thing. It's not about making time for him. It's it's all his time. Everything else will happen. It's all his time. That's what I get from Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. All I like that. Because it is. It definitely it, it is. All, all, all of it belongs to him. And then when, all when of God it. released them to his disciples to prepare, to, to feed the 5,000, to walk in them, God released him. Gave him the assignment. Now you go. He said it. He doesn't do what he wants to do. He does what the Father tells him to do. He doesn't say anything he wants to. He says what the father tells him to say. The only way you can get that way is by spending time with him. Just, yeah. You got to get the downloads. And the downloads need to be regular because he's always downloading. <laughs> I, I love that because it's so true. Like when I think about it, that's how my phone operates. Whatever app. It's not going to mm. function right if it's dealing with last year's model. It's not going to function right. It's not going to be compatible. It's like when we like do something on Zoom. If it's if, if Zoom puts out a new um, wants you to do like a new up a new upload, you can't That's right. That's right. Uh, upgrade. You can't do it. Zoom isn't going to function right. Same thing. Same thing spiritually. Same thing spiritually. I love that because it's so true. Mm. Yeah, it all does belong to him. Mm. I think I'm gonna be looking back at myself. That's right. And I'm like, That's man, right. there was a lot of changing I was I, doing. I, I didn't even notice you. <laughs> you look back a year from now, watch how much it's gonna be different. Watch how much it's gonna be different. Yeah, yeah. Because we've given him his glory, given him his time, we're putting him first. And and like I said, it's almost, it's like, like yeah, you're walking into the water and you're getting deeper and deeper in the water, but you're not drowning. Yeah. His, like his glory and his grace is unsearchable. But, but think about that. Like, it's unsearchable. It's going to take us for eternity to, to just kind of get to know God, right? Right? So, so in time, <laughs> right, in, in this lifetime, yeah. you think Let he's going to be different? Lifetime. You think he's going to be like, oh, I'm just going to show you a little bit? I'm just going to talk to you about a little bit? No. His downloads are what they are. <laughs> 
he, he, got, he might hold yes. he might hold a little something back from you like to to save us but if if we're in communion like Jesus is if we're in communion with God like Jesus is why is he going to hold back stuff stuff that we that that can help us stuff that can help people around people around us he's not going to hold that back from us he's going to give us everything we need mm-hmm. yeah yeah he's trying to trying to get everything we need perfect timing he's pre- preparing us, us now because he's us. already there tomorrow that's the, that's <laughs> the way that's that's the biggest i think takeaway from this is just that the the communion with god how we 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 call ourselves christians and what and, and disciples but we got it twisted we really got it twisted yeah we trying to fit him in on his time. Like it's all his, and we trying to fit him in on his own thing. It's all here. Hmm. That's like when I like I like how you put that. Cause I'm like when I look mm-hmm. at it just for see, just seeing it that for what it is. Right I'm being before, very disrespectful. That cut me real hard, because it is. It is. Mm-hmm. Somebody trying to talk to you, like, ah. <laughs> you know what I'm <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, like, 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 I, I, like, like, not now, not now. Which you know, My wife at times, you know, in the middle of something, just, you know, locked in, heads down. And they're like, uh, Malcolm, yeah, you know. <laughs> Not right now. Well, I, I stick up that one finger like <laughs> <laughs> It's terrible. That's terrible. And we and think about right. how, I don't want to hurt you, but think about how Right. Think about how many times. Think about how many times you do that to and God. I'm doing it. I'm doing it to God, man. And that's that's the uh, not even your lifetime. To lifetime. That's just Yeah, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that makes you feel real bad. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, but so this this is um, I think the, mm. the cutting is necessary. Where we at? But where we at? Right? Like, you know, yes, we're, yes, we're, it is. we're trying to walk with Jesus and trying to be good disciples, good men. But the cutting is necessary. That shows you how far apart we are from God. And from Jesus, right? So it's it's, it's necessary. Doesn't always feel good, but mm-hmm. I'm glad you're here to share that with me. And you going through the same thing I'm going through, so I don't feel I don't feel so bad, <laughs> right? Oh yeah, we're both being cut, man. We're both being cut. We're not alone. <laughs> we're saying ouch at the same time. <laughs> All right, brother, this was an excellent episode. What I've been doing, like, because we've been going a little bit over, I've been like, um, just putting it on yeah. the end. So I have the regular intro and everything else regular, and you know, our, our beginning prayer, um, the outro, and the and the and the closing prayer. But then, and even the closing music, like the end of the episode, and then like our beginning talks and some of the other stuff, like how we going over now. I put that at the end. I haven't. I was thinking about maybe, you know, like kind of letting people know, but I just been putting it mm-hmm. in like, um, like the be real, you know what I mean? Um, 
And so I'm I'm just like so this has been good like you know because yeah. we have a good, lot of good content, but like I try to keep it within the hour format. But we have been, have been going over, so I just been keeping the content, but like maybe just put it on the end. Mm-hmm. So you know we'll see how it goes. Right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that though, like putting it on the end, you know, the hour. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Oh, that was another thing. So, like, when, um, I don't know. I want to run this mm-hmm. past, like, so, like, when Reggie, when we do, when we uh, invite him on, right? Because mm-hmm. at first, I was thinking about, mm-hmm. well, should we, because I know we're going to go, like, with certain scriptures as far as pertaining to discipleship. But I was thinking about also, I don't know, okay. maybe like a, yeah. I guess, kind of like a yeah. Q&A. Yeah, kinda. It's funny because. In reference to discipleship. Yeah, I, I was kind of thinking along the same. I was like, man, I, we should ask him about the the relationship between Elijah and Elijah as a form of discipleship. I was just thinking about that. It's like, man, because we had talked about, you know, the, the, the verse mm-hmm. of in Luke 14. But as we've been reading about in Second Kings, I was like, man, this is discipleship to the fullest. Cause, and and um, I don't know if you've been following. um um. Tony Evans, he's been talking about that like for the last two weeks, right? He's been really talking about, you know, how mm-hmm. Elijah was te- kind of testing him, t- testing Elijah. And Elijah. Yeah. And, uh... Oh, yes. Right. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. When he went to um, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Gilgal and yeah, all the different like before he got called up. Yeah. Yeah. On this relationship in terms of discipleship and 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 because we don't we haven't talked about that right like how you I mean I guess we have a little bit like kind of testing the person you know what I mean like and and and, and that sort of stuff but um but yeah I'm 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 all for that I think that's I yeah. think that's a great idea that's a great idea comes from question all right okay cool all right so I yeah. see it on right. my end I'm gonna try and uh, right. formulate some questions right, and then have a good run rest past of the day, you man. before we. Yeah.